Welcome to the Cosmic Business Podcast. I'm Paula Crossfield, a Vedic astrologer, business coach, and CEO of Weave Your Bliss, a company with the goal to help a million spirit-led entrepreneurs build a cosmic business around their genius so that they can earn wildly well and bankroll the change they want to see in the world. A cosmic business is a new paradigm business that believes in collaboration over competition, building a business around your unique genius, aligning to the planets and your intuition, leading with your values, putting your health and the health of the planet first, treating people fairly and building giving into your business model. Sounds fabulous, right? On this show, I will take you behind the scenes of my thriving multi-six-figure business, including strategy on closing more sales, nurturing your community online, plus astrological insights to optimize your business and life. We'll also feature conversations with spirit-led business owners, creatives, and change makers to inspire you. I'm coming to you from our regenerative farm in rural Maine, my happy place, where we are currently creating space to welcome community for retreat and earth reconnection. Let's jump into the conversation. Hello, my friends. Welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. I am actually recording this for a third time, really hoping it works this time. Been having major tech issues. That is just the way it goes sometimes. So on today's episode, I want to break down the pitch that got me featured on a major entrepreneurial podcast and even got a yes within 24 hours. So you are going to want to grab a pen or your note-taking app as I'm dropping a bunch of gems in this episode. I actually re-aired the episode that I'm going to be talking about. So the pitch I'm going to break down for you was for the episode that we ran here on the podcast last week. So if you want to hear the end result, you can go back and listen to that. This episode will serve more as a behind the scenes of how it came to be and my strategy going in so that I could have this episode work for me as a marketing tool. So you won't want to miss this episode if you're interested in how to get your business featured in more places where your ideal client is hanging out. So first of all, I want to talk about why you might want to pitch yourself to podcasts. Then I'll get into the pitch. And then I'll talk about the strategies I used when I was inside the interview to make sure it was an effective platform for my business. So you may have seen the email I sent out a couple weeks ago featuring the six marketing avenues we are focusing on in 2024. One of them is podcast pitching, and we're planning to pitch three podcasts a month. Now, if you missed this email, I do highly recommend going to the show notes and making sure you're signed up for my resonance love letters. These are Friday emails that go out that have behind the scenes of my business, what's working, stats, personal items, stories that you don't get anywhere else, and also breakdowns of the astrology. So if you have my astrology guidebook, you'll definitely be added to that list. And then you'll get astrology woven in throughout the year. So you don't want to miss that. Definitely go to the show notes and make sure you're signed up. My podcast was also one of those avenues, one of those six marketing avenues that we're going to be focused on at Weave Your Bliss in 2024. And actually next week on the podcast, I have an interview for you with my podcast producer, Christy Hausler, who's going to be talking about best practices and how to use a podcast in a way that benefits your business. So if you are a podcaster, you're thinking about podcasting, you definitely want to check that out. But this strategy of pitching podcasts, what I'm going to be talking about today, is a way to avoid having to create and maintain your own podcast 
and to get yourself in front of your ideal clients, which you may prefer to podcasting at this point in your business. So one of our jobs as business owners is to get ourselves in front of new audiences of potential clients regularly so that we will always have clients coming into our ecosystem. So referrals are great, but what is better than referrals? It's getting in front of an audience of people who are interested in your services and who are engaged in some way so that you can bring in more leads. Because basically, when you are getting in front of those audiences, it's as if you're being referred to many people at once. Okay. In addition, podcast pitching and showing up on podcasts is a great strategy, especially if you're starting out because statistically, 80% of listeners will finish an entire podcast episode once they start it. This is huge. Most episodes are 30 minutes to an hour long. And having 80% of people finish means that they're getting a lot of insight into who you are, what you do, the services you provide, how you might help them, you know, how you would address their particular problems, right? Podcasts also continue to be listened to for months or even years after they've aired by new people. So I don't know if you're a regular podcast listener, you're listening here. So I'm assuming you listen to other podcasts as well. I probably listen to at least seven podcasts a week. I have some that are my favorites, but I do sometimes go to the search bar and search for a specific topic. Like I remember when we got our puppy, I went and I typed in dog training. And then I listened to some podcasts on that subject. Now, somebody may be doing this for your specific niche and they may stumble across you even a year later when you appeared on a certain podcast and then they may book a call with you based on hearing your voice and really resonating with you. So this is a really good avenue for content that's going to live on. When you think about like the average lifespan of like an Instagram post, it's usually a couple of days. A reel may last a couple of weeks, especially if it's gone viral. But most content is kind of dead in the water within a month. So having something that lives on, I know sometimes with YouTube videos, they also can live on, but like podcasts really take it to the next level. People can listen to podcasts while they're doing other things too. They don't have to be staring at their screen. They don't have to be seeing you, right? To get a feel for who you are and what you do. Also, podcast listeners are often highly educated and the audience most likely to earn over $100,000 a year in income, which means they can actually afford your services. So they're your ideal clients already in one way. So pitching podcasts can be an art. So I'm going to share some specific tips and tools to help you. Before I jump into this further, I want to invite you to join my year-long program, The Cosmic Business Lab, to get support this year, mastering your marketing and refining your offerings so that you can actually enjoy selling and save tons of time doing it. Joining will also mean being so much clearer in your message so that your podcast pitches sing because you know what to focus on and how to make sure your interviews connect and convert clients. This program has all of my tools to help you refine your niche, create winning offers, market with ease, know your numbers and create a pathway for your financial success and so much more. You can go to weaveyourbliss.com and click Cosmic Business Lab in the top bar or go to the link in the show notes to learn more. You can also upgrade and join me for the mastermind. There's still a few spots left beginning in March where you get my eyes on your content and copy, one-on-one strategic and astrology support. And all the info is on that same page at the link at the bottom of this 
episode in the show notes and you can book a call and we'll chat to see if it's a fit. Okay. So now you know why you want to pitch podcasts. And so I want to give you the scoop on how to pitch using my pitch to cubicle to CEO. So cubicle to CEO is a podcast for entrepreneurs that have been, I've been listening to for over a year. And I knew that they interviewed people with a focus on a case study. So a way that an entrepreneur is working that is effective and making impact and that they like data. So I knew that already. So the very first thing I would say is important to do before you pitch is to research the podcast you want to pitch and know what it is they're looking for. So I get pitches every day for this podcast, which by the way, I don't accept cold pitches, especially from agencies. And you would be shocked how many people just talk about themselves and don't really think about how this helps my audience and how we run our show. This research piece may seem like it would take a long time. And yes, it is probably the most time-consuming part of the process, but I would say it's essential to nailing the pitch. Now, you don't have to listen to a podcast for an entire year to get to know them. It can take a lot less time than that. This particular situation was one where I really wanted to think about the case study that I wanted to present. And it's a podcast that I really admire and I wanted to put forward my best foot. So I took my time really thinking about that case study. So you may not have a situation like that. There may be things that you know you want to talk about and it's not going to require you to present data. So I want you to ask yourself, what about what I do would help their audience? Have they featured someone like me in the past? And what angle do I offer that might be new or fresh? Where is their commonality in my work and their subject matter? You want to pitch podcasts that are like-minded either in an allied niche or in a place that others like you might be hanging out. So for example, if you are an Ayurvedic practitioner helping women postpartum, you can go to a general Ayurveda podcast because that would be interesting for them because it's a specific thing that happens with underneath the umbrella of Ayurveda. Or you could talk to health podcasts or pregnancy podcasts or mom podcasts to find places where your expertise would be needed and wanted. And you would be bringing that Ayurvedic lens or that postpartum and Ayurvedic lens to those specific podcasts. So now for the actual pitch, I'm going to first break down how I framed it. And by the way, Ellen Yin, who's the host of Cubicle to CEO, has a template for pitching that she sells for $27. So of course, I purchased that and used it along with my own additions, my own take. So if you want that template, I'll put the link in the show notes. I always recommend it to my clients. It's a great template. Okay, so here's my methodology. First, lead your pitch with a compliment or do something for that podcast host first. So what do podcasters want? They want you to rate or share their podcasts. They want to know they are making an impact. So cite a specific episode or learning you've taken away and how it's impacted you. And bonus points, I love to publicly share the podcast and tag them before I pitch so that I can catch their eye before I send something. And I do that in a genuine way. So I share a podcast that really impacted me. And then I maybe I share more, like I'll share the podcast itself and then I'll talk about it a little bit. So that's just an idea for you. It's nice to catch someone's eye. Now I use the body of the pitch to transition into what you can speak about that could help their audience. So usually I like to offer a big idea and some questions or bullet points that I can speak to and call out relevant data or specifics just because it gives more elements of 
credibility and it grounds the information and share who you are and your point of view. So this really makes you human and adds an element of story. We really respond to story. So you want to be thinking about how can you tell enough of your story in this pitch to get their attention without telling too much before you get to the episode. Last but not least, of course, share credentials. Why are you the right person to talk about this? You can link to BioInfo or a website that tells them more, for example. And extra credit, this is one I got from Ellen's template, and I think it takes your pitch to the next level. Tell the podcaster how you will promote the episode when it comes out and how big your audience is in that space if it's relevant. I know I have never received a pitch that included anything like this. Honestly, the cold pitches I receive almost daily from agencies usually feel super transactional. And I'm like, what is in this for me? I have no shortage of potential guests. In fact, I'm usually booked two or three months out with guests. It really takes something special to break through. And if somebody said how they were going to promote the episode, that definitely would break through. So be special, share your your unique point of view, and tell the podcaster reading your pitch why they should care. Okay? I'm going to literally read a bit of the pitch now so you can hear it. Hi, Ellen and team. Paula here. I'm a huge fan of Cubicle to CEO, and I just left your show a five-star review on Apple. See attached for screenshot. I've listened to every episode over the last year and consistently find that you ask the most potent questions. And I love how you pull back the veil and encourage transparency about what is really working in the industry. I also have a deep trust in your integrity and have hired, followed, and learned from so many featured on your podcast. So thank you for all the work you do. As a podcaster, I especially enjoyed bonus episode 36 and 38, where you talked about podcast growth tips for 2024 and how you, you've you used live events to jump into the top 100. I'm already putting some of your tips into action. So what did I just do? I I did something for her. I cited some specific episodes that I found to be really helpful. I talked about things I like about the podcast, right? So take all of those things to the bank and use them, okay? Here's the next part. I know that making an impact is an important topic for you, but I noticed that you haven't had a guest recently to talk about how we build giving into our business model. And I think your listeners would really benefit from hearing about my work as a case study. In 2023, my company, Weave Your Bliss, was able to give back over 33000 and counting mostly from smaller ticket offerings, a summit, a digital product, a bundle of lower ticket courses. We are on track to do about 600000 in sales. So that ends up being over 5%. And the main takeaway I want your listeners to understand is that we did it easily and that it fueled other sales. My goal is to educate online business owners about how to use lower ticket sales as a way to give, create good feeling in their communities and share their values because I believe this fuels customer loyalty and sales. I'm happy to talk about these numbers, what we sold, how we marketed, and how my community has grown as a result. Just as a point of reference, our giving doubled from 2022 to 2023. Here are the numbers from this year broken down. And then I actually wrote down each offering, how much it made, and how we marketed it. Okay, going further, I said, I've also launched a giving pledge called the 2K for Change Pledge, inviting online business owners to pledge and give $2,000 or more in cash or in services in 2024. And we're trying to get 5,000 business owners to sign it for a collective $10 million given from our community. I'd love to discuss this and more with Ellen on the podcast. Here are three questions I'd be happy to get into. What fueled my giving? How I got started? Three things you can do right now. 
and I put to heal your money karma. And so I talked a little bit in what fueled my giving about my background as being part native and how I'm, you know, moved by the fact that one in two native women has been assaulted. That really fired me up and made me want to make change. Now you'll hear in the episode that I didn't even get into that, but I did talk about how giving to causes, it's often, often something that's personal. So I did get to talk about Asha Deep School for Underprivileged Kids in Varanasi, which is where we give the money from the astrology guidebook. So that was also under what fueled my giving, right? How I got started, I talked a little bit about money karma, but I also said I'm happy to talk more about the practical aspects of how I plan giving in my business model. And that's what she took and really went into in more detail inside of the actual episode, which you'll hear. And three things you can do right now to heal your money karma. We did talk a little bit about that, but I'll let you listen to the episode and you can see how we kind of meandered and went in and out of these topics that I suggested. Again, I am such a huge fan of your podcast and it would be an absolute honor to be featured. I'm happy to ideate more questions with you or tailor our conversation to your audience's interests and make your research process super easy. I'd love the opportunity to serve your audience in this way and share your show with my community to introduce new loyal listeners to your podcast. If you decide I'm a good fit, I plan to promote the published episode to my audience of 7,000 plus across Instagram, Facebook, and email list. Would you be interested in having me on your show? Thanks for your consideration, Paula Crossfield. For additional context on who I am, you can view my full bio and credentials here. I've been featured in the New York Times on NPR, and you can listen to other podcasts featuring me here. So I gave her all those links. Okay, that's the pitch. So in that last part, I really showed her like, here's what I would do. And here's how I can make your life easier. This whole pitch was about making it easier for the host to say yes, right? Okay, so now on to the strategy. I knew as a listener that Ellen has never talked about spirituality or astrology on her show as far as I had heard. So I knew I wasn't going to push too hard on these topics, but we did get to talk about pushing past limiting beliefs, which, you know, I had kind of suggested as a topic. When I talked about it, I mentioned taking a karmic view and seeing that that giving actually expands what's possible for our money karma, aka our earning, right? And thus, anyone in her audience of entrepreneurs who is more open to these things may come over and check out my work and hang out in my ecosystem. We also talked about what the astrology guidebook is, how it actually helps my clients, how it acts as a vehicle for giving, and then also supports my ideal clients by staying, helping them, me stay top of mind, right? So we got a little bit of the behind the heat scene strategy, but then I got to actually talk a little bit about astrology. So I knew that my goal really was to focus on giving. And this is something my ideal client really wants, a business that can give back in big ways. And so I got to talk about the 2K for Change pledge, which was a big part of my goal. And this pledge was actually something that excited Ellen. And she was saying, I'm going to sign it, which she ended up doing. So that really was a vote of confidence and sort of like a recommendation to her audience. So I got to weave in some of these things that are really important to me and helped people see if that I would be a fit for them if they would potentially be interested in something that I am selling or just being in my ecosystem. So does this make sense? We definitely saw a bump in sales, pledge signers, and new people on my list after the show aired. 
And I know that people are going to keep listening to it for a long time to come. So this pitch was sent out on a Sunday and I got a yes by Monday. So I really, really hope this episode has been enlightening for you, that you've taken some notes and that you are going to take the next step to go out and locate five podcasts, five aligned podcasts where you think you would be a great guest and you will write that pitch that gets you a yes in the next 24 hours. Okay, we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Cosmic Business Podcast. We hope it was inspiring for you. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review for us so other spirit-led entrepreneurs can find out about us. I want to thank Team Podcast for production support on this podcast, as well as the musicians of the music that we're listening to now, Alexis Georgopoulos and Jeffrey Cantu Ledesma from an album Fragments of a Season, which you can check out wherever you listen to music. I hope you have a wonderful day and I look forward to connecting with you on a future episode. Mm-hmm.